And uh, scenes of chaos during the Ekuruleni Council sitting yesterday evening. And uh, I was watching TV footage from this also on X and fists flying, chairs being thrown. It was disgraceful. The EFF, they were removed from the council chamber, forcefully removed. In fact, I saw, I think it looked like three members of the security detail, like frog marching this guy out. Everybody was removed when it comes to the EFF. And I just thought to myself, this is absolutely disgraceful. Now, opposition parties wanted to have a vote of no confidence against the mayor. And they're basically saying that there's been no service delivery in the city of Ekurleni. Things have ground to a halt and now fed up. Action SA, they basically saying that they have the numbers for this. And uh, I was also reading the ANC Youth League calling into question the ANC's relationship when it comes to the EFF. That kind of thing to myself, if it's happening in Ekurleni, how does that sort of spill out onto a national level as well? But let's talk about local, the local level. And I have asked people to tell us about their experience of their hometown, specifically also Ekurleni and some of the WhatsApps that have been coming in seem to be oh, horrendous potholes and sewage and power cuts that go with water failures and it goes on and it goes on. Well, joining us is Andrew Harris from Action SA. He's the spokesperson for Action SA in the city of Ekurleni. Andrew, hi, good morning. Welcome to 702. Yes, thanks so much for having me and good morning to your listeners. All right, what happened last night? I mean, I'm thinking service delivery, I'm seeing punch-ups on my television. What exactly transpired? Yes, no, this is absolutely despicable by the EFF. You know, a motion of no confidence is a democratic process and, you know, can't just simply resort to violence when you're not getting your way. Like a child, you know, who you take his toilet away and you decide to, you know, just resort to violence. But we must also condemn the EFF speaker of Councillor uh, of Council, uh, Councillor Chivenga, because as the speaker, she has to act impartially. But she she chose to to just listen to to her her council, her caucus members, and she refused to ask them to leave. If she had asked them to leave immediately, council would have continued because over eighty percent of council was sitting, was calm, was peaceful, and was ready to hear this motion. Yeah. You say you've got the numbers, do you? Do you have the ANC with you? Do you have other parties with you? Yes, no, we do have the, we do have the numbers. Um, it was a sure thing. The ANC did put in uh, resolutions and so did the, the DA. So we would, have to, we would have had to debate it on those resolutions. But, but it is very clear that everyone in Ekuleni accepts the EFF once this may have gone. Yeah, this doesn't say much once again for coalition governments. We've seen this in the city of Johannesburg. We've seen this elsewhere. We've also seen where there has been a, minor, a minority party mayor. If, if say, for instance, there is all of a sudden a motion of no confidence, I mean, how can Action SA and the DA do any better? They're just fighting. Yes, you know, look, coalitions are here to stay, and I think we need to focus on when, when individual parties act in a way that collapse governance in a city or they collapse negotiations. Those people need, to, those parties need to be called out. Coalitions can work and coalitions do work. Coalitions have worked in Europe for over 50 years, and the difference there is, is that people aren't looking for the individual interest every time they go into a negotiation. You have to put your, your differences aside, and you have to look at what's best for the residents. And in Ekruleni, we have to get rid of this government. It's absolutely failed on every level. And we're saying 
here's a motion, here's the numbers, let's form a stable government, let's get service delivery going again. And let's put our differences aside. And that's the most important thing. Yeah, well, we, we'd like to talk to the mayor, but his phone was stolen last night. In fact, we watched that on TV, one of the Red Berets grabbing it and then running out of the council chamber. And I thought, hey, look, there goes the mayor's phone. So we'd like to talk to him this morning if he gets his phone back. We understand he may have got it back. We're not quite sure, actually. But why are they calling for the mayor to be removed? Why exactly? What has he done that's been so wrong? Well, you see, Nkodwana came in as a compromise candidate, and this is where the, the ANC cannot divorce themselves from the mess that Ekulenik currently finds itself in. And as I was saying, coalitions are here to stay, and there's good coalitions, and then there's bad coalitions. This was a terrible coalition from the start. Um, this was basically saying we're going to put forward someone from a minority party because we can't decide who's going to get the mayor. And what he did is he just sat in that seat for over a year, for just under a year, and service delivery absolutely went backwards. As a mayor, you need to be hands-on. And not only that, what happened was the EFF in their MMC portfolios looted like you cannot believe. And that's we still don't have the AG report in Ekuleni. And we know it's damning. We know the AG report flagged a number of issues that went wrong there. And there's definitely damning findings there. So that's why the mayor needs to be removed. But when he's removed, his government collapses with him. And that's why we're targeting the mayor. And in actual fact, if he had any shred of ounce of dignity left, he would resign. Yeah. Right. What needs to happen then to the city of Ekurleni? What is most urgent? Say this does happen and there's a, a change in leadership. What would you then focus on if it does go your way? So, so the biggest thing is we need stability. We just need to stabilize the finances and we need to make sure that the institutional review is completed. The institutional review will basically, it passed yesterday in council, but it needs to be implemented where we, we take a look at the whole structure, we change HODs, and we make sure that it's geared towards service delivery again. And it, we got rid of a lot of bloat. And that means that we can save a bit of money and start putting that towards services. So really now we need to put our heads down as, as councillors. We have to form a government that's focused on very simply collecting rates, making sure that we pay our bills and make sure that we can pay service providers. So you can start to see potholes being fixed in Ekuleni and start to see when your cable is removed, it's not replaced in a week. It's replaced that day because we can afford to pay our contractors over time. Yeah. Andrew, how far does the rot go down? Because if I'm thinking about waste removal, that doesn't necessarily go with which party's in charge. You have people working there who have careers of many, many, many years. I mean, how far is that rot? What does need exactly what does need to change? Yes, no, the rot is deep. And, you know, look, look so the ANC is on the bandwagon now to try and, you know, get rid of Godwana. But the thing is, is that, um, they also contributed massively to just hollowing out this institution's ability to deliver basic services. So the rot does go very deep, and we are very over-reliant on service providers, which means that if we have a cash flow issue and we can't pay a service provider, it's not like we have that institutional capacity ourselves to get the job done. So the rot does go very deep, but at the moment we have to just stabilize and focus on getting service delivery moving again. Yeah, how did we get you? Because this kind of thing doesn't just happen over one year or, or perhaps even two. It, it takes a while to get there. And we've had various governments being in charge. I mean, the DA, they were there as well for a while. How did we get into this situation? And I've taken a drive around. We, we, we're actually doing, this, uh, doing it this morning called My Hometown. I've gone around My Hometown, and it is an absolute state how did we get you? 
Yeah, you know, and, and look, a lot of people forget that, you know, opposition councillors, we live here in Ekruleni too. You know, I hate to see my city looking like this. You know, I live in Kempton Park. If my power goes off, it doesn't come on for three or four days. Then my water's cut without notice, you know, and that takes maybe a week to come back on. So, you know, the, the way we got here is that local government is very easy. It's very simple. You collect rates and you and you just simply hire people that are qualified and make sure that they're paid and they have the equipment they need to just deliver basic functions. What happens is is that our our cities have been followed out and tended out. And what that means is is that we don't actually have the institutional capacity ourselves to do something. Everything has to be a, a company. And those companies obviously have c- connections to politicians. So I think where it all went wrong was that we stopped saying, let's just make sure that, you know, Ekreleni or where, whatever council you have has people in place that can do these, these things. They always want to service, they always want to tender it out. And tenders obviously mean kickbacks for politicians. And that's where it all went wrong. Yeah. All right. So I want to have a look at your relationship as in Action SA's relationship with the DA. Where do you stand with that party? I know in the city of Johannesburg, there was a, a big blow up over the PA. But when it comes to the city of Ekurleni, are you working in unison with the DA and other parties? In other words, we're not going to see another blow up in a couple of months time. Yes, no, we, we, we really are trying to be mature and, and move to a point where we, we put our differences aside. You know, we have our issues with the Democratic Alliance because, you know, they tend to grandstand and they would say, well, we'd rather let everybody suffer so that we can say, hey, you know, we proved them wrong. Don't vote for the ANC or EFF. And we're saying, listen, that may be the case, but the numbers lie as they lie. So we have to work with who we can work with. You know, if you have to work with someone you don't like, you have to be mature and do that. You know, and yesterday in council, they, they put through a ridiculous resolution that we must dissolve council. Now, obviously, that's political grandstanding because it's not going to happen because it won't enjoy majority support. Perhaps, you know, dissolving council has its merits, but if it's not, if it's not politically feasible, why would you table that? You know, and, and for me, it's, it's, it's max political grandstanding. And that's what I don't enjoy about the, the Democratic Alliance right now. But I don't want to speak poorly of them because, you know, really we, we want to work together. And that's what we're saying. You know, let's be mature. Let's work together. Let's find a solution. Mm. And look, as we can see last night, I think there is a great resolve in Ekruleni after seeing what the EFF did to say, you know, listen, we must do better. We have to do better because it's not only, you know, people are going to lose faith, not just in the EFF. Yeah, they're going yeah. to lose faith in all of us as counselors, you know. Yeah. So, you know, that includes myself. So we're saying, look, let's work together. Clearly, 80% of council was sitting there ready, ready to make a deal. Let's make a deal that works. Let's get to 2026. It's only two years away. And then let's, re- let's, let's let residents decide right. who they send back to council. Andrew, just a final question. There is a meeting, I understand, at 11 o'clock today. Yes, yeah, no, basically, we're, we're going to be uh, reading the riot act to the, the EFF speaker. Um, what happens in situations like this, the majority of council can petition her to say you need to reconvene council. Um, you cannot, because what happened last night is she ran out of council and left council. That is absolutely ridiculous, you know, because her councillors were the ones that were being violent. When she did that, she creates a, a vacuum where we, we were in the legal quandary. We didn't know what to do. So she needs to reconvene council within seven days. And um, that's basically what's going to be happening right. at 11. Yeah, but her political future is also definitely on the line. Sure, after sure, sure. her stunt last night. All right, Andrew Harris, we'll have to leave it there. Andrew Harris is Action SA spokesperson in Ekruleni. Your reaction?